Oh my goodness, welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hey, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. This is Jami. So, you, you know how uh, I have Regal Unlimited, which is part of the Regal Theaters thing. And Regal is starting to do some cost-saving stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest change they did, a lot of people are complaining about online, doing the, the Regal enthusiast people, is they moved from Coke to Pepsi. Oh, okay. Right? Because most places use Coke. AMC uses Coke. Mm-hmm. Blah blah. Mm-hmm. I personally don't really care if it's Coke or Pepsi. They're okay. more for me. They're more or less the same. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's not true. It's not true for a lot of people. People are steadfast in their camps. It's either Coke or Pepsi. Uh, what are your opinions about that? Uh, I have no dog in a fight because I don't drink soda. So oh, okay. But, but hold on. My only question is: Do they use that machine that gives you like thirty no. different? Oh, okay. Well, that's that's the, the, thing. The, the theater I go to is traditional. It it has. You ask for the drink and they, they, they'll... They don't give you free it. refills? No free refills. I think it's... So. Then my opinion is you should go to AMC theaters. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, it's either Coke or Pepsi. Some yeah. people are go saying, I'm just going to go to AMC for Coke. Yeah. I'm saying, exactly. why is that such a big deal? I, I, uh, it's not for me. I mean, yeah. when, when I'm at a restaurant that they only have, where they only have Coke or Pepsi... Right. I always say either. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, I just take the equivalent, the opposite equivalent of whatever they're offering. Mm-hmm. If they, if I wanted Dr yeah. Pepper, but if I wanted Dr Pepper, but it's a Coke place, mm-hmm. I'll get Mister Pip. Yeah, you know, right. if, I, if I wanted, if I wanted, always uh, be in the Katrina. I don't have, we don't have seven up. I'll take oh, wait, Sprite. Wait, is an equivalent to Dr <laughs> yeah. Pepper? Oh yeah, Mister Pib. Yeah, yeah, Mister Pib is the Coke. Yeah, we don't version. have that here. Yeah, really? What did they call him? What did they call the equivalent of Dr Pepper for Coke in New York? No, we just have Dr Pepper. But that well, okay, Dr Pepper is a Pepsi thing. Mm-hmm. So. So, if you go to like a theater or whatever, they don't have they don't have the equivalent of Dr Pepper available. Mm. That's weird. No, they yeah they have they have Dr Pepper whether or not they serve Pepsi or Coke. Seriously, wow. Okay, yeah. I wonder if there's some kind of rule there about that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I never noticed. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I not. Some then, places uh, have root beer. Some places don't. Some, type, the, some places have both root beer and Dr. Dr. Pepper. For for root beer, Coke is bark bark's root beer, right? And then for Pepsi is Mugs root beer. I will tell you that when I did drink soda, I did I did have a preference for Coke and, and Barks. Is that, those were my favorites and stuff like that. But if they didn't, if a restaurant or something didn't have it, it wasn't that big a deal. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Uh, Pe- Pepsi has Mountain Dew. What's the Coke's of Vicuna of Mountain Dew? Oh. oh. Sounds Sprite. Fanta? No. Fanta is Coke, though. I don't know. Uh, uh, wait, I don't know, so actually. Mountain Dew. I don't Mountain know the answer to that, too. Do the Dew. I don't know, actually. Because 7-Up so. uh, is... Sprite. 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 No, yeah, 7-Up and Sprite. Yeah. Sprite. Which is which? Coke and Pepsi. I have no idea. I'm not sure either. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I don't know. I think... I think I think Sprite is Coke. Seven Up is Pepsi. I'm sure if you Google, I sure there's some sort of diet. <laughs> so, Google? Just, oh, I Google. I, I, yeah, you can just you have you can get any information off Google. Yeah, <laughs> that's a hot tip. That's my hot tip of the day. A- anyways, it's really not much to say. Yeah. all of us agree that that it's not a big deal. It's not that big deal. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a big deal. deal. Yeah, I do have a preference for Coke when I drink soda, but at the end of the day, it's not it's not that big a deal. It, it's not good because the thing is, uh, I more cared I cared more about like what I had at home. You know what I mean? And okay. when I bought soda at, for home, for house use, it's just all Coke. You know what I mean? So okay, but yeah, yeah. I mean, in 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 the Philippines, I was all about Pepsi. Really? And I have no idea if that was because Michael Jackson was a huge Pepsi mm-hmm. uh, spokesman. Was that before or after you guys' hair so got caught fire? I was during that time. I'm yeah. like, oh, I must, I must drink Pepsi now for Michael Jackson's hair. <laughs> I, and you know what? That sort of thing does work because I do remember drinking uh, – I, I became more of a Coke person because I think Michael, ja- uh, Michael Jordan endorsed uh, Coke, right? Okay. Uh, but that's a, that's a think, 90s thing. Yeah. yeah. I was influenced in the 80s. The only reason why – Well, because you're older than I am. The only reason why I even moved to Coke in, the, in America was because uh, Pepsi was supposedly not that cool mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I just, uh, aside from the advertising of it all, I do feel like uh, Coke, it, it does taste better. To me, Pepsi is very flat and stuff like that. Coke just tastes better. But at the end, it's not that big a deal to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. Pepsi has a smoother 
Like I feel yeah. like the, the the carbonation is just a little bit smaller than Coke. Like Coke has a real like fizz to it yeah. that really hits you in the back of the mouth. Right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not big on the carb mm-hmm. carbonation thing. So I, I think I would lean more towards Pepsi. But like yeah. I, like like we're saying, it doesn't seem to really matter too much yeah. for us. None of the, none of the none of the issues I've had with Pepsi or whatever or any soda or any or any kind of deal breakers. You know what I mean? Although Mountain Dew is class on its own, I don't I don't know what the coolant yeah. of Coke is for it's just like, Mountain that's Dew. Just, that's just crack cocaine, man. <laughs> Good lord in heaven. Okay, on this 279th episode of the show. Uh, we're gonna continue our coronavirus talks and talk about like, well, what what are you gonna watch if you're under quarantine? Mm-hmm. And then well. uh, Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> is coming up very soon, so let's talk about Friday the Thirteenth stuff. And on the top of the episode, we are gonna be talking about uh, Disney Pixar's Onward. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, let's go onward to the show. Mm-hmm. The coronavirus have kind everything's of- fine. It's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all fake news. Yeah, no worries. It's gone. All these countries are not shutting down for no reason, you know? Like, yeah. um, Italy is shut, shutting down because, obviously, they're seeing something that we're not we're not paying attention to. Um, plus, I, I don't understand. Like, one day with with any New York or New York, um, like, U.S. official, whether it's on the city level or state yeah. level or... Um, federal level it's like oh it's concerning oh it's not oh it's concerning oh it's not oh the cdc says it's this oh the disease detectives blah 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 whereas you know when when the mayor when our mayor had that press conference it was even on bbc because everybody was looking at him like what are you saying why are you downplaying it it's not going to get over it you're not going to get over it within a few days you're going to have it for at least a couple of weeks it's not just a few days kind of symptom, uh, kind of flu. Plus, um, another problem with it is you don't even get a cold from it. It's just purely dry cough because is it it attacks your lungs and that's yeah. what makes it more dangerous because yeah. then it that, becomes you become more prone to bronchitis and then eventually pneumonia. That's the other fact that really stuck with me is that you don't really see like the regular flu symptoms mm-hmm. until it's too mm-hmm. late. Yeah. kind of situation. So that's that's the one thing that I you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like well you either had it or you don't you just don't know yet. Yeah. Until you, until the symptoms actually kick in, but um, but speaking of Italy, which is part of the segment topic right here, uh, yeah, Italy is on lockdown. Everybody mm-hmm. is pretty much on quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourteen days. Are they still sticking with fourteen days? Or I believe it's fourteen. I think they said until uh, end of the month, early April. I think. So, yeah, about more or less fourteen days. Yeah. More or less, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, because because the coronavirus have kind of affected a lot of of Hollywood related stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. Mission Impossible yeah. stopped shooting their mm-hmm. their thing. Uh, Mulan in China is is indefinitely yeah, delayed at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Uh, James James Bond blinked. Yeah, yeah, they went. You know, apparently he has time to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, did you ever get your refund back? Yeah, I did. I, yeah, they actually, they, yeah, I think the reason why I couldn't do it manually because they were going to do it automatically anyway. Yeah. So that oh, thing. okay. Uh, That's so, nice. Uh, China doesn't have Sonic yet. That was supposed to premiere. That's gone. Uh, Superman Red Sun canceled their New York premiere. Amazing Race, of all, you know, they had to suspend yeah. production because they go all around the world. Yeah, they ran. They, ran, they literally ran out of countries. Uh, they can't. They can't. They can't. They just ran out of countries too. Too. That's more than quarantine and stuff. And then just right now, as I was uh, leaving work, uh, uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. They had. They were going to shoot a little bit in Prague, and they canceled it. They told everybody to go back. Mm. Go back to uh, Atlanta. Yeah. So yeah. so there's these movies and TV shows that are affected. You're under quarantine, so obviously we're going to do a topic about what should you watch under quarantine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jamie, yeah, I, I I made up the list of basically sort of like apocalyptic uh, outbreak zombie kind of uh, things. Oh oh oh, 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 oh! Mm-hmm. Be- before you continue, mm-hmm. I would like to sh- do a shout out to I believe this is Entertainment Weekly. Their headline is "What to Quarant Stream Jesus if you're staying to avoid coronavirus." Whoever wrote that, pun, but I'm I, <laughs> Whoever wrote that pun, should be proud. Should be, should, <laughs> should get be the, proud. Should get the coronavirus. <laughs> should get coughed on. That's all I'm saying. Quar- so, so, so Jamming, what are you gonna quarant stream? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'll mention. The, I'll mention three off, top, off the top because these are the three okay. I, I've uh, I continuously been thinking about since this whole Corona thing kind of blew up and stuff. The first, the first one is uh, 28 days, and it kind of goes hand in hand with the Walking Dead. 
okay. think about these two because every- yeah, the Walking Dead. It's like us. We're all gonna we're all gonna get coronavirus one way or another. But the thing the thing that struck me about these two things, uh, I think Walking Dead did it first. But the protagonist for both of these uh, pieces of work is like they go into a coma, and when they wake up, the world has completely changed. You know what right, I mean? Right. They're yeah. all alone. The apocalypse has happened and stuff like that. And that's how I feel like every time I go to sleep at night. You know what I mean? And then I wake up the next morning. I feel like. I, I, t- I turn on Twitter, like, what happened overnight? You know what I mean? Because, you know, obviously Europe and Asia are on different time zones. And I, I look on Twitter and I was like, you know, what, how, what's the numbers now? How fast is it spreading? Where has it gone? You know what I mean? So that's that's something I think about. And the other one I think about is uh, Contagion, the yeah. the yeah. Soderbergh one. Uh, Contagion's uh, rentals uh, have gone up the roof. Right. Yeah. When I, and when Matt I, Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. When I when I first saw this nine years ago, because it came out in two thousand eleven, I thought, well, this movie's kind of slow. I thought, oh, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of a big cast. I mean, and it takes over the course of uh, like a year or a couple of years, right? I thought, yeah, it's like it's and there's nothing that sexy about it. You know what I mean? It's like a slow roll. I'm like, yeah, I didn't think much of it. But now looking back on it, and what's happened in the last three months, like, wow, this is how how about outbreak? Is, Why is it anybody talking about outbreak? Isn't was that with the Dustin Hoffman? Yeah, the monkey yeah, one? that was a long time ago. Because it's cheesy. It's bad. There's a lot Ew. of inconsistencies yeah. in that one. Yeah. Nah. I mean, it was made in what? The 90s or like yeah. the late 2000s? Yeah. This I mean, early 2000s? Contagion is more kind of... uh, uh more nuts, Yeah, more nuts of both, more realistic, mm-hmm. more of a drama and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. And, but the thing is, it's not streaming anywhere, but I, I'm so far, I've resisted the urge to pay the extra, the four bucks to rent it or 10 bucks to buy it. But I am curious to kind of look back, rewatch it now. I mean, I remember watching that movie multiple times because it was in, on HBO like right. forever. And yeah, it is pretty close yeah. to what's creepy about it is um, the virus that infected Gwyneth Paltrow. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, by the way. Yeah. In the, if you haven't seen a movie that's over 10 years old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow in the movie gets sick from a business trip in China mm-hmm. by eating um, yeah. a uh, pork right yeah that when the yeah. big pig was alive it ate um something that a bat had right, spat out exactly. and yeah. dropped mm-hmm. on the ground yeah and that's how it started and, and that's kind of how this one supposedly yeah. started as well yeah, so. mm-hmm. and yeah r- ironically enough yeah and around this time uh 2001 i think i've been going to china for about five six years when when i saw this movie and i and i i'm like yeah when i saw this movie, yeah yeah i can see how it starts in china yeah yeah that makes sense to me because i've seen these <laughs> markets i've seen all these people like you know amass together i was like i see what they eat i was like yeah i, I get it i get contagion yeah i i, I, I can see it's it not all yeah. of what all of china eats yeah, it's just specifically that province they do eat like a lot of things yeah i've seen uh like a water like not as i you know you, you i'm sure you guys have read stuff about the, these wet markets in china stuff but i've seen versions of that you know what i mean it's not as uh, the ones I've seen is not as nasty as the one that the, supposedly this one came from and stuff like that. But I, I go, I see it. I go, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I can see how uh, how viruses get transferred like that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> oh, uh, the math checks out. If you have Cinemax, it's available. A contagion is available on Cinemax. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not so the reason I watch Cinemax. Cinemax. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Yes, we. we it's you, Johnny. Yeah, I know. Yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> it's old. It's old. Uh, I, I thought they got rid of skin. I know. I, I did. We did. Okay. Anyways, yeah. uh, so that's, that's your first one, Ruthie. What's your first mm-hmm. pick for what people should watch while they're under con contain? Wait, what's the what's the stupid joke again? Oh, quarantine stream. What is your quarantine stream? Quarantine uh, stream. I would start with Zombieland. Oh, okay. Zombie Land too because I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. and I would watch it because I thoroughly enjoyed Zombie Land. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is really cheesy, but for some reason, I really enjoyed World War Z. Yeah, uh, okay. that was yeah. a bad. Movie, no comment. I, I will. For I will, some I reason, will, I like that movie. We, we, we will judge uh, Train to Busan. Yeah. Train to Busan. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, awesome. Um. What else? What else? What else? Well, you, you did. I guess three. in a bunch of serial yeah. killer type streaming uh, <laughs> yeah. on Netflix. I don't know. <laughs> well, you did, you did three already. Uh, Jamie did one. I uh, did three. No, I did three too. Oh well, what was, what I was like Walking one? Dead. Twenty eight days oh, yeah. later. Oh, you did. I you did. Of, I bunched them together. Twenty eight days later and twenty eight weeks later. I do yeah. also have twenty eight. Not twenty eight days. I do have Walking Dead mm-hmm. as one of them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the contagion was going to be our pretty much our giveaway, our throwaway thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say planet a rise of the planet of the apes. Oh, the monkey, the be- OG one, the, the not the OG one, the one, the very first one of the of the the newest one. Oh, okay. And the, the reason oh. why, because the way the way that movie ends. Oh, okay, yeah. Was oh, it? yeah, yeah. The 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 thing spreading throughout. Yeah, the, yeah, the okay, thing yeah. spreading. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of yeah. it kind of kind of reflects on that too. Uh, Train to Busan was actually a, a nice choice too, uh-huh. I think, because that one was also kind of like. 
they don't really tell you how it happened, mm-hmm. but but yeah. it kind of it kind of happened. It just happened, right? Yeah. So, um, and uh, I was gonna also say something that isn't related to to quarantine or contagious or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something light. Sure. Like like Neo Genesis Evangelion. Okay, that's not light. Oh yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's heavy. <laughs> oh, or Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Oh. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, but what I mean is like 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 if, if you're gonna recommend something that is happy at mm-hmm. least, but also has an end of the world kind of angle. I have one too. I have a comedy. You do. You this do. is the end from uh, Seth Rogen and his crew of. Uh, Oh, oh yeah, that was that that's was pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I like that. Yeah. You know, okay. what I mean? end of the world. They're all trapped or in the house. Stuff like that. Looking for a friend for the end of the world or something. What was that movie? Uh, oh yes, the Steve Carell Cure yeah. Nineteen yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. That's actually movie. a really good one too. Actually, yeah. Right. A friend for the end of the world. Uh, yeah. Looking mm-hmm. for a friend at the end of the world. I yes, believe it. Or searching for a friend at the end of the world. Searching gotcha. for so a friend that. for the end of the world. I think I saw that on an airplane. <laughs> I actually saw it at Comic Con. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Hmm. But uh, but yeah yeah. So those are some recommendations. There's a lot of other ones. I, I would sure. say I would say if you haven't like gone through Clone Wars and and Star Wars Rebels, go through that. Oh. You know, so because that that will eat up a lot of your time. So. So and it's happy. It's happier sure. than, than than recommending Walking Dead, which mm-hmm. is about no. That, that, but that was the angle I picked. The angle was like you know all <laughs> apocalyptic. Because other things on my list included uh, what called Dawn of the Dead, the Zack Snyder movie, and also uh, what called uh, Children of Men. Isn't there another oh, movie? Oh, Children like of Men's a good one too. Yeah. Quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 besides quarantine outbreak, what? what? Yeah, there's a movie called Quarantine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, contagion. Sorry, that's no, contagion. No, no, no. Quarantine. Quarantine is the horror movie. That, that's the, yeah, that's the horror. That's contagion. the horror movie one. Yeah, yeah. That's the horror yeah. movie one. That's the. And I am legend. And I am legend. Yeah. yeah. That that the uh, quarantine was the one with the uh, the found footage style camera kind of thing. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. Was, the reporter was going through this house and had uh, all these contagious people. But you know what I don't recommend mm-hmm. is Zombies. is those uh, documentaries on Netflix because they do have these real life like doc- pandemic. Like yeah, about pandemic. They literally one called pandemic. I watched right. twenty minutes of it. I'm like, wow, this is too real, man. <laughs> no, I'm gonna pass on this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not right now. Yeah, not, not right, right now, man. Right. Not at the time. Remember, remember, listeners, you will probably. Go through your quarantine and and survive. It's fine. It's fine. No, that's great. To quote, no, that's to, to quote yeah, the, you're gonna live. To, to quote the president, you're likely gonna live. <laughs> oh no, no. What did he yeah, say? You're, you're like, likely not hey, gonna listen. die. Yeah, you're likely not gonna you die. You know what? Your brother actually told me <laughs> yeah. because he's working in the hospital. He yeah. actually, um, Albert, your uh, Charlie told me that. Well, I actually asked him. I said, "Well, I've had dengue fever back in 2000, and some people died from it. Some people survived it. I obviously survived it." He's like, "Yeah, it's something like that. If you're healthy, you'll survive it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, people survive <laughs> it. You'll be fine. It's real inspirational. Yeah, it's yeah. real inspirational stuff. You'll you'll like you like yeah. you'll likely not die. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like dengue, malaria, you know, cholera. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Proper care. Drink water. So I said this recording uh, Friday the 13th is coming up. March the 13th is Friday. Uh, and normally people would have a topic about the bad things that happen Friday the 13th. We're going to flip that. We're going to talk about the wonderful, amazing things that happens in or happened in Friday the 13th. Uh, we like have, me. Like, okay, Ruthie, go ahead. You start. I was born on a Friday the 13th. Yeah, I knew you were September 13th. I just didn't realize it was also a Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm also a Friday the 13th and I was born right after midnight. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. How often does it land on a Friday now? Is it every, every couple of years? Every. Well, this year was weird. It it landed after just another five years, but usually every eight to 10 years or so, depending on the leap year, I guess. Oh, okay. Right on. All right. So this is list on, uh, what's this called? Mental Floss. 13 amazing things that happened on Friday 13. I'll mention a couple of them. Uh, like the uh, the dinosaur egg was discovered on a Friday the thirteenth in nineteen twenty three. Okay. <laughs> Without that, we would uh-huh. we would not have Jurassic Park. Okay. Oh. All right. Fair, the fair the Hollywood the Hollywood land sign was I guess released on Friday the thirteenth in July. They released it. They released it in a while. I don't think. It's well, what what did they say here? They, they finished it. That's basically they finished it. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. It was inaugurated. There you go. On that day. Uh, uh. Yeah. So, to be honest, so far I'm not being I'm not blown away by any of these. Oh, but not, this not one, impressive. the first heavy metal album debuts on a February 13th on mm-hmm. 1970. Okay. By Black Sabbath. Sure. Yeah, but they didn't know it was heavy metal at the time. In retrospect, it was. Uh, but it started February. the trend. All right. It started the trend. Again, I'm not blown away by this. All right. Uh, we all got to play Super Mario Brothers in September 1985. Okay. And that was a thing for me. Sure. Okay. That was really 
There was a stock market crash. No, no, I guess that doesn't Yeah, matter. you said positive things. <laughs> yeah, positive. <laughs> uh, NASA founds, finds evidence of water in the moon. All right, that's oh, pretty good. It's right. on Friday 13th, November 2009. All right. Uh, and then you got some birthdays here. You got like uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus, Steve Buscemi, Christopher Plummer, uh, and other people that I'm not going to mention, All I right. guess. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Let's see. And then there's an article, 13 Wonderful Things That Happened on Friday the 13th. Oh, the thumbnail has the Olsen twins for some reason. Because mm-hmm. they were born on Friday the 13th. <laughs> they were born. Wait, I have no is, idea. That, is that really a positive? <laughs> uh, don't be gross. It's all relative. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess it's really all relative. But yeah, sorry, Olsen twins. <laughs> but but let's see. This one says, yeah, no. Uh, President Lyndon, Lyndon B. Johnson signed an executive order preventing gender discrimination in the government. Yeah, there you go. That's oh. not bad. All right. How, how and not, and ever since then, there's been no issues. Women have been complete equals to men. That's great. Yes, of course. Yeah, of yeah. Course. we yeah. still don't get, we don't get discriminated anymore even in 2020. Exactly. At all. Sexism does not at exist all. anymore. Good job. Good job, everybody. No, we, we, we still don't get paid a lot less than men do. What? But job. he signed the thing and the thing. Yeah, no, no, it totally worked. <laughs> totally worked in 2020. Okay. What else still we got? Yeah. I, I've noticed a lot of this is repeating. But here's one. It says, Evelyn Pinky Kilgarbier became the first certified female pilot instructor. What's sad is she crashed on Friday the 13th. Is that true? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just going to say. Wow, wow, wow. This artist shares a little bit of the same, the same list as the previous one. Friday the 13th is always the last day before the weekend. How is that on the list? Jesus um. Christ. <laughs> All right, I think we I think we go to the next topic. I think I think that was I think my birthday lines on a Friday the thirteenth. I think that was that that was a joke for the, the article by Insider.com here. Uh, if all else failed to convince you that Friday the thirteenth is a cursed day, just remember this: it's the last day of the work week. Fridays are the best. Okay, all right. Uh, have a safe, happy Friday the thirteenth. Don't get the stuck with the the coronavirus. <laughs> well, there you go. Tristecophobia get the better of you. As of this recording, it's currently 9-11 a.m. 9-11 a.m. Hey, now. On uh, March 11, 2020, in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And it's time we take a look and see what's up. What's up? Uh, speaking of Vietnam, Vietnam actually has a PSA, a public service announcement, mm-hmm. yes. about, about the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And it did so with a song. Have, yes. you, have you seen this, Jamming? Yes, actually, I have. You have seen this. And they also have a TikTok challenge. I, like, dance challenge to go with your guys. I suppose we should play it for the listeners. Who, uh, listeners, you can click on the link on the mm-hmm. thing. But uh, here, well, let's, let's, play a, let's play a little bit of this, this uh, very uh, catchy uh, song yeah. thingy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they going to sing in Vietnamese? Yeah, they are, actually. Well, then... Recently, we've got a hot virus. Yeah. I'm translating. Oh, translating? Oh, I didn't know you knew, you knew Vietnamese. Its name is Corona. Oh, wow. Where is it from? It is from Wuhan. First of all, it's very, very sexy. I'm Amidst very uncomfortable. Peace, it I suddenly am, appeared. I am uncomfortable how, about how sexy this is. <laughs> we definitely got to stay alert. Yeah. To stop it yeah. from spreading. Yeah. Sing it slower, guys. <laughs> It's a hit. It's a bop. It's kind of you definitely it is catchy. have to be responsible. It's very to catchy. Stop it from exploding. Okay. Wait, what's exploding? I'll tell you something. That's Say, exploding. Watch out, uh, all right. It's all about the chorus, guys. All right. It's very good. It's very catchy. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. And also, I just want to mention. You know, I'm on Twitter all the time, following the coronavirus, tracking it, and stuff like that. Have, have I haven't heard one case of it in Vietnam. You know why? Because of this PSA? Yeah, because of sexy ass song. <laughs> sexy ass song. Yeah. Everyone's staying indoors for sure. Seriously. You got to admit, though, everybody, even here in America, now know how to wash hands properly. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's been like, you know, rammed down our head. Like, okay, you have Thank to wash your hands, guys. You have to goodness. wash your hands. Yeah. One Thank of my f- goodness. Because I have seen some people, even women in the bathroom, who just yeah. come out and just they like, kind of, you know, yeah, just like, yeah. Just shake it. What's, up. what's the tips of their fingers and then go like goes right out? Yeah. Like, Whoa, can, can, can we shame them now? Can we can yeah. we go like like hey coronavirus? Wash yeah. your hands. Yeah. Coronavirus. Wash your hands. <laughs> one of my, Twenty seconds. One of my favorite. Hot water. 
one of my favorite tweets to come out of this whole coronavirus is uh, a comedian. She said, uh, you know what? I'm pretty disgusted about my pre-corona self. You know what I mean? Because you, know, you realize how disgusting her hygiene habits were and stuff like that. That's yeah. a really good tweet. Uh, speaking of disgusting, or in Asia, uh, Japan has this uh, capsule toys from, they have very different varieties of capsule toys. You know, are you familiar with the capsule toys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a ho- hochi. Uh, it's like it's like a vending machine, and there's like a little ball, and then inside the ball, there's a little gift or toy mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the mm-hmm. one that's called letter from uh letter from little sister, capsule what? toys. What happened? Excuse me. Inside the capsule toys are letters from like quote unquote a little sister. Oh my god. That's, right. So obviously, that's that's is there a perverted connotation to that? I'm sure there is. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but this one kind of caught a lot of people's attention. Because this particular letter uh, said here is, uh, here I'll 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 just read it. Dear beer, uh, dear big brother, you must be surprised to suddenly get a letter from me. Actually, I've been keeping a secret from you. You know, last year mom fell down the stairs. Right? The truth is, I, <laughs> the, the truth is, I pushed her down there. Oh my god! But it was, <laughs> but it wasn't on purpose. Please believe me. A fly had landed on her back, and then when I swatted it, I knocked her down. I guess you must be shocked to have me confess to this in a letter, but it's the truth. Mom flew down the stairs with the speed of a fly. Oh my god! Oh my god! Now, now hold on. So, so this whole little sister capsule toys is so somebody has a job to write stories yeah. mm-hmm. and put it in a freaking capsule toys. Yeah. Who gave this person the, the idea that that this is okay? <laughs> you, know, you, you know what it is? It's from his own life. He's writing from his experience. <laughs> this is my chance. This is my chance. I will confess my crime. <laughs> so, so that was. Who are writing these letters? Is it like? It's probably some. I, Somebody, Somebody job, or yeah. is it an actual like little sister's job? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not. Okay, that's the thing, though. Okay, I'm, so, I'm sure some. Uh, it's probably some guy in prison. <laughs> they give him a couple bucks. It's, hey, it's, like, it's like it's like fortune cookies. Yeah. You know how fortune cookies yeah. have like you know somebody has to write them somehow, yeah. right? So maybe it's yeah, one of those things. Fortune cookies are like you shall yeah. take a breath yeah. of fresh air when you walk outside the restaurant. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> kind of- it's probably a thousand monkeys in a room typing away. A thousand monkeys on a key yeah. on a computer on a computer. <laughs> or, Not or a murder confession. Yeah. Or or manatees, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, uh, it's like a murder confession. That's, that's bizarre. <laughs> that is very bizarre. But uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of things said, though, uh, Brie Larson, The Rock, they faced backlash after tweeting support for Disney's live-action Mulan film starring Crystal Liu Yefei. Yefei. Huh? Yefei. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, and so people are, are, are reminding them, hey, you can't support this movie. You're supposed to boycott it because she supports the Hong Kong police. Wait, hold on. I didn't get this memo. Wait, what happened? Uh, remember the whole I, thing? I, I, I remember that. But I don't. But, but she's just one person that worked on this Correct. movie. Correct. Now, remember, remember mm-hmm. last year last year mm-hmm. when this news started out, which I believe you mentioned in the, on this yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. I mentioned, so are people going to remember this when Mulan comes out? Mm-hmm. Apparently, people are still remember this when Mulan comes out. Yeah, but the Chinese government released the, the virus to get this out of the news, to get the Hong Kong <laughs> out of the news. That's what I heard. I don't know what the hell's going on. But yeah. Yeah. But, but like, you know, people like The Rock, they are now facing a little bit of backlash for supporting this movie, which I think is kind of BS. Like you said, yeah. she's just one person. Yeah. You know, come on. Now. She is the star, I understand. But I'll tell you one, I'll tell you one thing, though. Again, this is, this is a very dark point I'm about to make, but on some level, she must be going, wow, thank God for the coronavirus. Because she would have, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because because of the, I don't, I don't think she's done any press for it. She's been doing press. But has anybody, I'm sure nobody's the, mentioned it. Yeah. I'm sure PR, I mean, Disney's PR have, have put a kibosh yeah. on people asking questions, but you know, on some level, she's got to go like, oh, thank God. I'm, that whole thing, you know, because it, it would definitely have been part of the, uh, the the press story at some point somebody someone's gonna mention it and stuff like that but yeah because of the whole corona thing it's a really controlled PR then yeah but people <laughs> have, people have other things to to uh, to uh, to worry about right now but yeah yeah like 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 Mulan making money with, yeah. without the help of China yeah, no, watching the movie right yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of, speaking of making money the the rare Nintendo PlayStation console sells for three hundred and sixty thousand dollars at an auction what's so uh, what's special about it uh, before the PlayStation existed. Uh, Sony approached Nintendo and asked Nintendo, hey, did you want to team up? Oh. Or was it vice versa? Nintendo asked Sony, hey, do you want to do you want to make a CD-based mm-hmm. console? Because at that time, the Genesis or the Mega Drive had a CD console and TurboGrafx-16, aka the PC Engine, had a CD console mm-hmm. and that was like the next wave of video games. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, who had no experience, no experience with CD consoles, mm-hmm. went to Sony and go, hey, did you guys want to make a CD console together? 
right? Oh. So, so what ended up happening was that the big wigs at Nintendo over in Japan said no, right? And and Sony was ready to go. They were oh. ready to announce that hey, we have a this console that we we're oh. making with Nintendo. Wow. And then suddenly, like a few days uh, uh, before the announcement, Nintendo said, "No, we're not going to do it anymore." Oh, that's interesting. I didn't right? know this. No, this is in the nineties. Yeah, before so, so it was so it's like a Marvel DC team up. Yeah, so Sony, as revenge, I guess, mm. the following year releases the PlayStation. Mm. And, interesting. You know, and history is done. Interesting. Mm. Uh, the the one thing that a lot of people don't seem to mention with this news uh, is the fact that apparently the reason why Nintendo broke it off with Sony was because Sony was going to make the majority of profits for games made by the CD. Okay. Right. If the game was made with the CD in mind, Sony was going to make most of the profit. Mm-hmm. If the game was going to use the cartridge mm-hmm. mostly, then Nintendo makes the profit. Gotcha. Nintendo obviously knows like, well, the future CD and you're going to yeah. try to take all our profits? No way. We still want to make cartridges. <laughs> yeah. And that's the rest that's of the reason That's not that technology. Why. That's, part, that's, that's one of the main reasons why that partnership Felt felt true, and this is the prototype that they that they're selling. This prototype was the one that just that was with auctioning. Any idea who uh, who put the money into making this prototype? I I believe I I don't know who put the money to make this prototype. No, this prototype was essentially there. There are people around the world who has this prototype, mm-hmm. like people who are either involved with with the business side okay. of it or developing so side. A few of them out there. Yeah, and, and somebody somebody has it probably in an attic somewhere, not yeah. realizing what they have. Gotcha. Right. So well, one of them came up and sold for three hundred three three hundred sixty three hundred sixty thousand dollars, and I, I believe the the one who won it, does it say it here? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I think it's a guy here. No, 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 no. Oh, the guy from Oculus said he was gonna get it, but he did not get it. Oh, the owner of the founder of Pets.com. Really, the founder of Pets.com was the one who forked out the three hundred sixty thousand oh, dollars. Okay, is it playable? <laughs> It's playable, but nobody knows what games are playable mm-hmm. on it. They have a de- they had they showed them playing Bomberman, but yeah. I think he uses the cartridge from. It's probably like just though. dick pics of the of the designers <laughs> of you know that worked on it yeah. here. I, I think the guy was just going to put it in a museum. Oh, okay, that was kind of part of the get. All right, we, and I think the the irony here is that somebody was willing to give him a million bucks straight on, like here, just give me the million. I'll give you the million bucks for the console, mm-hmm. but he said no, no, I'm going to put it in auction. So he would have made more money if he just sold it straight out to this private buyer. Oh, okay, but. Uh, but yeah, hmm. interesting. It's you know it's the legacy of Nintendo and Sony. And blah, blah, blah. It's interesting. Speaking right. of legacy, I'm not sure if you guys saw the Saturday Night Live spoof for James Bond. Yeah, Daniel Craig was the host for Saturday Night Live recently, and he did a spoof where he played James Bond, and it was supposed to be uh, a scene from the upcoming uh, No Time to Die movie, mm-hmm. and then they did the whole mm-hmm. spoof. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. It's very funny. Yeah. So. Uh, the link is on. It's in YouTube. It, the link is on the show notes. Listeners, take a look. Hey, Ruthie, have you actually been to a Saturday Night Live taping before? No, I'm from New York. Oh, there you go. We don't go to those. <laughs> I, thought, I just thought at one at one point you might want to take you know, just out of curiosity. Out of right. curiosity. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't care. Yeah. No, no. I mean, we can. It's better to watch it. I, 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 I guess. I mean, I've been to a few like TV shows, uh, like the Rachel Ray, or um, I don't know. Of other shows that I forgot about which one. Rachel um, Ray, you go to that husky, that, that girl with the husky voice. I don't know. My mom got tickets. And All right, she wanted, fair it was like her friend who also brought her daughter, uh-huh. and it was like a mother daughter day kind of thing. All right, fair yeah. enough. Okay. Oh, and my, my segue meant legacy because this is Daniel Craig's last role as James Bond. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. All right. Yeah, yeah. On with the show. Are we done here? <laughs> Before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually care, tell us where to find you online and also in just about 30 seconds, give us a recommendation that we should know about. Jamming. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. And I I'm uh, I caught up on the seasons of, uh, what do you call it? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think they're this season seven. And it's still going strong, man. It's a great show. It is still going strong. I, I think that they actually... Are a lot more risky, riskier, yeah. risque, risque, risque. In uh, NBC, as opposed to Fox, which is yeah. which is like bonkers to me. Yeah, the thing the, that cast is still great. Their writing is still sharp. They still find new angles on these characters we've seen for a while. It's great. I I love that show. Yeah, me Big too. I still I still watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Still one of my regular sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Ruthie, if you haven't seen it yet, go watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll check it out. Okay, Ruthie, go ahead. 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Grace13, that's G-R-A-C-E-1-3, and B.EntwinedEvents, that's at B-E.E-N-T-W-I-N-E-D. Um, recommendations, I would say please, people, wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer wherever you can find it. Use alcohol wherever you can find it. Heck, by vodka. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Use alcohol if you can find it. It, 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 it doesn't work the same way, right? This isn't Rambo where you can just pour alcohol and you're fine. Well, you can get a spray bottle, which is what I do. And the second I walk in my door, I spray myself with alcohol. Is it vodka? And clean your phones. Clean your phones. Vodka? Whiskey? <laughs> and you got to... Hey. <laughs> if that's <laughs> Okay. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. And anything to do with whatworswhy.com. Uh, for my recommendation of the week, I was just going to... I think I was gonna use the wash your hands thing, but really kind of sore for me. But <laughs> I know I gave it to her. So my recommendation this week is actually to go check out this new TV show on Hulu called Devs. Dev is by Alice Garland. He's the oh, guy okay. who he's the guy who uh, directed uh, Ex Machina. Uh, uh, I forgot what was the other uh, movie? Annihilation. Annihilation. He's a really good director. Uh, you should check out Devs on Hulu. It's mm-hmm. FX on Hulu. Devs. Yeah, he basically writes and directs all of it. Mm-hmm. If you want to leave a comment, leave it on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. our Instagram page, mm-hmm. or on our website itself. If you want to show your support, because we need it, head over to whowhatwhereswhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatwhereswhy.com. All right, and then we're me and Jamming are going to be talking about the uh, Disney Pixar movie Onward. Ruti, I'm sure you haven't seen it. Nope. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, Ruti. Did you know? <laughs> yes. How did I know? So, Ruti, uh, we shall talk to you next week. All right. With Have our with our next uh, coronavirus talks and all that sure, stuff. Sir. Be <laughs> safe. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. At least you guys are safe there since you're in your individual cars and don't have to bump into too many people. True. Well, I do work in a place that has a lot of people, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also do go to movie theaters quite often, so there's yeah, that too. It's yeah. fine. Just wash your hands. Just wash your hands. Listen to Ruthie. Just wash Bye. your hands. You, you. I'm gonna wear, I'm gonna wear gloves. What you know, why why is it like the, the mask thing is the thing? It should be gloves. Yeah. Gloves should be the most common no. thing for people to what what didn't know? Because you can touch with your gloves, same thing with and you can still get cross contamination if you still touch your face. It's not transmissible through the skin. Yeah, mm. but if you have gloves and a face mask, like a hockey mask, then you're protected. But if it <laughs> right? In what kind of way? <laughs> yeah, but why can't you take work gloves and just dip that glove in like tons of alcohol before you know what I mean? And let it dry and it's on the glove, you know, twenty four seven. Then then the alcohol is is rendered unusable and, and ineffective if it's dried. I don't know. I think we should, I think we should get a specialist on. It. Oh, oh, I, I was <laughs> going to mention to you. Maybe it'll protect you from actually like because you're going to be more conscious of not touching your face yeah. with the gloves on. Right. Yeah, but but if you have a face mask on, even with gloves, you're still not touching your face because your face mask yeah. is covering you. I like it. So people should be walking away with hockey masks with with uh, no. with picture yeah. masks and. Why just like in general? What China, if, you can cover your your entire body with plastic bubble with a couple of air holes. Because because the, because the, the I've, I've been wearing a cotton mask, and I know a lot of them say that it's it's not preventative. You have to wear an N95. But heck, if I'm preventing whatever droplets are coming my way in the millions of people that live in New York, I'm yeah. wearing my mask. But N95 isn't is only a half measure because because it still doesn't cover your eyes. It doesn't cover your forehead. It only gets through your nose and your mouth. No, it's your whole head. No, your whole no, head. no. Ruthie's right. You have to have openings, man. It's only your it's, eyes have an opening. It's only butt stuff, man. Your it's eyes have eyes, an opening. Eyes. I'm so sorry, but you said forehead. Your forehead doesn't have an opening. What's oh, fine. What's I mean, it, it drips down your forehead <laughs> to your eyes. God damn it. <laughs> what if you do this? Hockey mask, people. Wear a hockey mask all over. Ruthie shot down the whole wearing gloves 24 7. What if, what if I just wear, I, what if I do Jack Nicholson? What if I wear sunglasses 24 7? That way, I can't. I won't touch my eyes. Yeah, but your nose and your mouth still there. Yeah, still. But, so, so but I'm, I'm closing one uh, one orifice. I'm taking eyes off the board. So, you guys so, both wear glasses, so your so, eyes are fine. So basically, <laughs> so basically, go Michael Jackson. Michael yeah. Jackson had, got it right. He had a surgical mask on every time. Well, he a, had shades well, on the whole let's time. Let's not say Michael Jackson got it right. Let's not. Let's not put that out there in the universe. Let's not say that. Okay. All yeah. right. Fine. Fine. All, all right, Ruthie. Right. Uh, we'll talk to you. All right. Stay safe. Bye. All righty, guys. You too. Stay safe. Watch your hands.
All right. So here we are at Spoilers, please, number 239. We're going to be talking about Disney and Pixar's Onward. If you think you're someone who can just casually listen about a combo of a movie or a TV show you're missing, then I feel like I gotta warn you and this may not be in order. Don't be crying to us when you end up hearing a spoiler. Spoilers! Good, Jamming. Thoughts on Onward. My whole thing is like uh, for the first uh, hour and 10 minutes, this movie's just on cruise control, man. Mm-hmm. It's just nothing's really popping out, nothing that interesting about it and stuff like that. But then about the last 20... 20- it's very standard, you would say. Very standard. Like It's like it's actually low rent. Not even say low rent Pixar, but it's like low rent. I wouldn't be surprised if you told me this was like a Fox anime movie or like a, a DreamWorks one. It's just like it's... It's fine, but it's not nothing memorable. Nothing about it sticks out. But then, but it was uh, entertaining. It, I, all right. Let's. Well, I'll give. I guess I'll give you that. Sure. Go on. Uh, uh, but uh, the last twenty minutes, it just flips a switch and gets really interesting. It gets yep. really uh, the point of view of the story gets switched. The whole meaning of the movie switches, mm-hmm. and I found myself crying and stuff yep. like that. It's a it, the twenty last twenty minutes of the movie really, really saves. Yeah. I, I like it. I was able to watch an advanced screening, which essentially means I got to watch it a week earlier, mm-hmm. and I told. Jiaming, movie's not great. Yeah. But the the third act saves the movie. Yeah. Third act saves the movie. Yeah. And yeah, sure enough, the third act saves the movie. The everything else beyond it was just like, okay, it felt like I'm renting a movie from the eighties. Right. You know, because it kind of throws back to the eighties stuff. I just uh, want to focus, uh, I'll focus on the animation first. Cause this is a movie that comes off of Toy Story 4 and uh uh, Lion King, right? The remake of Lion King. Well, yeah. and The two extremes. Yeah. It, the thing is, <laughs> compared to the uh, work, the amount of work and the amount of animation that went into those two movies versus this one, boy, this is just night and day, man. It just looks like... Um, it, this is the director of uh, Monsters University, and it feels like he's pulling rejected character designs and role designs from uh, Monsters University and stuff like that. Well, it's he, just... He, it's Ian, not impressive. Isn't yeah. Ian just a character model for um, the guy from Ratatouille? Looks like the chef. It, yeah. yeah, it looks yeah, like it was yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. But it, it it does it does seem like this was what we were we would I guess consider a throwaway Pixar movie. Yeah, uh, like 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 the Good Dinosaur and 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 the other stuff like cars. Yeah. It looks too, like they had a slot they had to fill in for this for March of right. 2020, and they was like, oh, what can, what's what do we have in the in the in 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 the, in the, in the that's cooking that we can make yeah. that slot? Said, oh, we have this movie. I said, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, the director writer does have a personal uh, yeah. relation to this story because right. it's based on kind of his life mm-hmm. in a sense. But besides that point, going back to my '80s thing. It does seem like a throwaway throwback to the 80s throwaway movies that yeah. we watched back then. Yeah. You had like kind of like a reference to Weekend, Week, uh, Weekend, Weekend at Bernie's, Bernie's kind of thing with the whole thing with his dad. Mm-hmm. Like in the, you can't talk back and then right. he gets into uh, pro- trouble because right. he's like walking around by itself. An- another movie that I got vibes from is uh, it had a very much, uh, even though there's no babysitter, it has the Adventures in Babysitting kind of vibe. But, it, but, happens, it happens with two kids late at night, you know, the adventures that they get into. But at that's night. an 80s thing. Yeah, 80s exactly, had a yeah. lot of movies where kids go off on an adventure, like mm-hmm. in a city or a town. Yeah, and the parents thing. have to kind of chase after them. Right, like that. right, right. Which happens in this movie too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So there, there's that too. Uh, there's the whole, there's the whole like buddy cop, buddy. A road trip kind of thing. Yeah, this one has that too. It, it has the odd couple vibe. You yeah, know, maybe yeah. one one's opposite the other and stuff like that. Yeah, and of course the Dungeons and Dragons, which is an eighties thing. Yeah, right. So so it does it does. Oh, and um, there there was another comparison, and it wasn't a weekend at Bernie's. It was I already forgot. Okay, move on. But even the, the stacks is also very eighties and stuff. Like that. They have the mixtape and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The, the, the technology kind of gave eighties uh, vibe. The TV that they had and stuff. It had it had very much eighties vibe to it. You know, it did. Uh, the logic of the world kind of bothered me a little bit because mm-hmm. I know I know they have this whole backstory about like oh it used to be a world with magic mm-hmm. but technology took over and people forgot magic. Right. But the thing is though is that the fact that that Barley exists mm-hmm. as like like the quote unquote history buff. Mm-hmm. Uh, means that general magic has re- have remained with some people, yeah. so I don't know how it could just completely disappear. Yeah. And I get the fact. Uh, what's the the Griffin, the the one with the scorpion thing? Uh, oh, the the yeah. not Minotaur. Is it Minotaur? It's a Minotaur. Let's just say it's yeah. Uh, it's the what? She, how how old is she? Oh, she's got to be freaking old. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so there are mystical characters out there that that live for thousands of years that that remember the good old the old days, right? With the right. magical stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, so the the whole like magic is gone. It does it doesn't really make sense to me because because the movie itself kind of contradicts that. Like, well, yeah. clearly there are people who were still alive back mm-hmm. in the day. And my issue with the story is, 
I believe in the Manticore. Manticore. There you go. But I believe in the script writing and the story phase of it, there was a more ambitious version of the story, but it sort of got Disneyfied or it got smushed or got mainstream. Because I, the reason why I have, I believe that is because the two names of the the, the family is is called Lightfoot, which is a Native American name, obviously. You know what I mean? Okay. So I get the feeling it, it had a more ambitious story about about like like a, an indigenous person, indigenous culture being taken over by uh, what do you call it? Uh, by uh, taking over by warfare, colonization, stuff like that, and they've forgotten who they are. You know what I mean? Okay. And then the whole thing, and they they go on and mention they get back to uh, uh, remember like their their native culture and stuff like that. I think this, I think for some reason I think that that story is buried in there somewhere. Right? Somewhere in the script phase, that story is there. But like I said, it just got it just got uh, taken away, it, and you know they hired a, they literally hired Chris Pratt, Pratt to to play Star Lord. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, or, or kinda, to play Chris Pratt. Basically, yeah. yeah. A big man child loses a parent through tragic means, you know, mixed well, which, which in itself is a Disney thing. But yeah, yeah, exactly. But still. But the fact that it, it, it had, there's a mixed tape involved and the fact that it's a, a, die, uh, a parent di- uh, dying because of some illness and he didn't say goodbye, that's literally from Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, like also the, kind, of, kind of like a, uh, a rust bucket type of vehicle. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. once again, kind of thing. So yeah, yeah you're right. They're, they are pretty much, they kind of... They kind of cast it Star Lord. I can see, I can see why they hired James Gunn back because they were maybe thinking ahead. You know what? If we release this movie, James Gunn might sue us. We might hire him back for <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy three because we literally ripped off his character. And and that also leads me to like the two main characters. They're just very. They I've seen these characters. I've seen Tom Holland play kind of this kind of character. I've seen that character. I've seen Chris Pratt's characters. It's like I. No, well, all the characters are not what I would call memorable, except for yeah. the Manticore. I think the Manticore is memorable. Sure, uh, okay, I'm not gonna fight that. They're, they're all they're all perfectly serviceable. Yeah, you know, they're not offensive. They're not they're not like I hate this character. It's just like they're characters. Yeah, you like them. They're likable, sure. kind of like a sitcom family yeah. in a sense, right? Uh, but the thing is, though, like you you talk about the teams, like the, it could possibly be about like Indians and what Native Americans yeah, yeah, and whatnot, yeah. but. It could also be about people who have forgotten their history, yeah. which kind of goes with that too. Because yeah. Chris Pratt is like, like I said, the history buff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which is kind of weird. Because if that's the case, then then is he also one of those people like the the Civil War reenactors yeah. kind of thing? Is he one of those people, mm-hmm. right? So and and then and then you got Ian who has this whole insecurity thing, with, yeah. and then they have the whole dad thing. Yeah. This movie has a lot of teams going on, and I think yeah. that's the problem. Yeah, it needed to stick with one topic and just gun with that. Yeah. But it, it wants to tackle everything. He has also like a a women's uh feminist thing with the Manticore, with mm-hmm. the mom, yeah, kind of thing. And then and then of course they had the the LGBTQ thing mm-hmm. with the with the cops, which is fine, which is fine. But, but uh, I just wish in these Disney movies, Star Wars or Marvels, it'd be it's still too much a lip service. You know what I mean? It's just too much. Like the, if you really want to take a stance of like that. Uh, put the LGBTQ uh, character. One of the main characters. Yeah, the main character and stuff. Have it matter and stuff. Have it really matter. And yeah, stuff but, like but that, considering you know? considering that like this movie is banned in four countries, yeah, it, it clearly the world isn't ready yet for yeah, that. Yeah, but the art pushes forward. Art pushes pushes culture forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very, have, very, very, very small push. They have right to. There. They have to take a stand at some point, man. I, I think like, this is a bit of a tangent. I think a Marvel. Uh, they they looks like they're gonna do it because you know there's a what do you call it, the a movie that they're filming right now Internals and also Valkyrie when she comes back in Love and Thunder they're uh, they're gonna be are they actually gonna sell her as no, that they have to I mean like, they have to uh, no uh, what do you call it? Uh, Tessa Thompson has has said yeah, she said it but it's like it's like a way way yeah, actually gonna well write... she read the script so and also uh, Internals they said uh, Kevin Feige has said one of the characters is gay and stuff like that. Whether it's main part, main part of the story, it remains to be seen. But we'll, we'll see. I don't know the characters of the Eternals, but if if Angelina Jolie was a character, that would be a big push. Oh, not her, but see, uh, no, it's the one of the Eternals. It's the they should give it to the Angelina guy from, Jolie. from Atlanta. But the thing is, it's what I'm saying is at least in those movies they can't cut it out. They can't put it in the background stuff like correct, that. You know what I mean? They can't. It's not just like a throwaway line and stuff like that. But but but, anyway. but but that one scene where it is revealed that she's gay mm-hmm. or or bi or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a pretty good scene. The whole thing where they have to disguise themselves as the cop. Yeah, it's really good. You yeah, know, and, and then and then like like and then they have that, that caveat where you just can't have a lie. Yeah. That's actually a pretty cool thing that they did with that scene. Yeah. And then of course he starts lying and, and, yeah. and that's a really yeah. well done scene, I thought. It's one of those scenes where it's just it, it serves multiple purposes. That's good yeah. writing right there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. revealing something about the characters and also something very clever, you know what I mean? They're also getting out of a situation. Oh yeah. There are good elements to it and stuff like that. But it's just like 
90% of the movies is like, I, I'm saying that like, uh-huh, okay. Right. Oh, speaking of 80 showback, Indiana Jones. Yeah. They had the whole Indiana Jones sequence at the yeah. end with the, with the tunnel and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's that too. Yeah. Um, the, 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 but speaking of like a well-thought-out scene that isn't mm-hmm. is the part when he sacrifices Van. Yeah. Because yeah. you know he's going to get another Van course, anyway, yeah, right? And it just yeah. seemed like don't, they shouldn't have bothered making it dramatic. It's like, well, he's going to get another Van anyway. And yeah. he kind of did, didn't yeah. he? He yeah, did, did, right? He did. Yeah. And it would be, I mean, honestly, it's he gets a van off screen. It would be, it'd be more interesting if he just got the same van. He's kind of rebuilt, repurposed it yeah. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But, yeah. uh, but, but let's yeah. talk about the, the, the final act because that's the it's one great. that's really, it's really, really, stuff. really yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Oh, before we move there. Oh, sure. Yeah. There's the manticore scene. scene. Oh. The manticore scene in the, in the tavern. I thought that was actually pretty clever. Mm-hmm. That, that How they have that all set up. Yeah. So I like I liked yeah. that one. Oh, one b- bad thing we, should, we, we haven't mentioned it, the elephant in the room, is the fact that the, the, the father, you only get his his. His bottom half and stuff like right. that. At some point, the I know it's part of him them bringing him back and all that stuff. But at some point, they had to they had to figure that stuff out a little bit better because it's just to me it's just like disrespectful that they put like the 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 the, the dog chain thing on the guy just leading him around and stuff like that. It's just at, at some point, it's just, it's just it's just silly. You know what I mean? There's also like the logic of the how does the dad know what's going on when yeah, he doesn't have they, a brain? They gotta take the <laughs> fact that it's half the dad a little bit, a little bit more serious, a little bit more gravitas than leading him on like a, like a puppy dog and stuff like that. It's just it, that got a little ti- that got tiresome after. I, I think what that would have worked better, you know, because they want to do the work in Bernie's kind of thing. Yeah. But I think what would have worked better is that the top part is invisible, yeah. as opposed to it's not really there. Yeah. Because at least if it's invisible, they can somehow communicate in one way or another. Or right. do something. I mean, I don't know the answer. I'm not saying I'm smart enough to figure out what the answer is. But the solution or the thing they came up with was just having the bottom half. It just doesn't work, man. It just, it's yeah. just, it's just, it's no, no. So, so the the, the final act, which, which, which is what you, which is where you would start the final act. What do you consider that? Where, fu- where he got rid of the van, and then from that point on, or no, I would consider where it really started. Hitting home to me is when they split up, and then you know, uh, and the Chris Pratt character figured it out, and then, but then, so uh, when they went back to the school, yeah, went back to school, and Tom Holland okay. realized the uh, the central person in his life has always been there, which is his older right. brother and stuff like that. When that thing gets flipped, and when they when they decide to have Chris Pratt's character, the older brother, talk to the father instead of the the Tom Holland right. character, we've been following along. I thought that's all good stuff. That's all great. That, that's actually one of the most contentious things about this movie is that scene. But before you move that move there, mm-hmm. uh, explain further about the twist that that he finds out his brother is the father figure he's been looking for. Yeah, it's just just to me, it's 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 good storytelling because because I even though I complain that it's been the movies been pretty much pretty boring up to this point and stuff like that you know what i mean they, i wouldn't call it boring but go yeah but you know serviceable i guess but they it's it's a legitimate twist it's, it's a twist that's legitimately earned you know what i mean because yeah. the idea of the the older brother pushing him and 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 trying to uh see seeing something inside of him has been laid throughout the movie you know yeah, what i mean it's, it's all it's all it's all right there and stuff like that and to, to have it pay off and for him to realize that uh near the end it's good stuff that's good stuff it is yeah. good stuff. And then they also play with the whole like odd couple thing where, where mm-hmm. they don't really seem to get along. Right. But then he that, real, that realization that, that yeah. he is the father figure he's been looking for. Yeah. And he did everything on his checklist with him. Yeah. It's such a big payoff. Mm-hmm. And, and it does reward you for watching the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, all the way back to, to the mom doing the her her exercise thing. Yeah. You know, you are a warrior. And then yeah. she does the warrior thing mm-hmm. at the end. And that's that's pretty nice. Or her our Ian is looking at the dragon uh uh Artwork oh, in right. school, uh-huh. and then that becomes like the villain of that one final act kind of thing. And it shows you something about grief too. It shows you. It says something about grief. You know, sometimes you know you long for what what uh, you spend too much thinking about, like what could have been. You know, what could have been if you spent your your if your parents were ever passed away, or whatever. But sometimes you have to look at what you have. You know, you know, here and now, live in the present. You know, what I mean, don't unfortunately you know i mean you know s happens but you have to live in the moment you have to see what's in front of you and stuff like that i, I think i, I think it's i would i would describe it as acceptance yeah acceptance that yeah you never got to know your dad mm-hmm. you know but 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 you but living with the idea that 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 you could have even mm-hmm. though you were able to give it up mm-hmm. i think it does yeah. speak volumes it also says like i said it shows uh the people in your life uh uh, that are in your life do, do love you and stuff. It's I wouldn't say it's a substitute, but it's 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 love though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, but a lot of people's complaint is that oh they couldn't give us that payoff where Ian sees his dad, 
His mom meets up with his dad. Oh, yeah. the, the, people are saying, well, shouldn't they have at least given us that kind of payoff? But yeah. I think that it fits the whole purpose of, yeah. of the lesson of the movie, yeah. which is that the mom has already moved on. Mm -hmm. She's already dating somebody else. Right. Uh, and, and she doesn't need that, that anymore. That closure, yeah, yeah. That closure anymore. Mm -hmm. She already had her closure. Mm -hmm. uh, her, his brother, however, never, never had, had the yeah. closure. Mm -hmm. So it, it makes sense that he got that closure. Right. And also the people who, who said things like that, oh, they should have been seen between the father and Ian and all that stuff. These are the people that want to know what uh, what what Bill Murray whispered to uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, they're you those kind of people, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? The movie art doesn't work like that. You you have to put... It, it, they're not going to put everything out there for you. You have to think about it. You have to meditate on it. You have to think about it. Yeah, the, the the ideas and the characters and the stories, and they have to sit with you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's, it speaks to you. Stuff like that. So, yeah. Exactly. I, I, love, I loved it. I loved the fact that they didn't show us... They, I didn't show us... Uh, uh, what what the conversation was like between the, the father and Chris Pratt uh, when they came back and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. I, I mean, I, I don't think they even casted the dad, right? He was a no, no, there's, there's an actor because he had to. The, somebody had to record the the the, the tape. Oh, the, the tape. Yeah, yeah. True. And apparently, the tape is actually based on right. the real director writer also has a tape of his dad, right? Etc. Cetera, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. a lot of it. Yeah, and he has an older brother too, and the older brother's the one that gave him that tape. It has a, and just has a little snippet of the of his dad that, that passed away when he was young. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. I mean, I I mean I I, I don't th I don't think much of the movie, but that third act and all that stuff that that stuff does work and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to give the movie C plus or B minus, yeah. but it jumped straight to a B because of the final act. Yes, I agree. I agree. This is a B. This is a, a, a solid B. Yeah. Of a B movie and stuff like that, but like I said, this is this, but you know, like I said, this is the, I think what's interesting about this movie is how can you judge if you if you were to if you didn't know anything about the studio that this movie came from if you if you don't know it's part of the the, the Disney Disney or Pixar legacy mm -hmm. how would you judge this movie itself I think it might be a little bit different because because like I said just based on soul soul animation and stuff like that coming off Toy Story four mm -hmm. with all the you know all the colors and the lighting and all that stuff and 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 uh, and 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 the Lion King, which basically showed you Africa and so that. This the animation and it's just it's very lacking. I, I think the art design is. I think I think all the special effects from Toy Story Four are actually present in this movie. However, yeah. the character design and the art design of the world doesn't lend itself to that kind of mm -hmm. special effects. Because I was I was thinking about it too. Like like why doesn't it look as good as Toy Story Four? But if I really think about it, there's a lot going on in the movie. And but I think they're subtle enough that you don't notice it. Like it just becomes part of the background. No, I think the the animation is just it, it, the 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 rendering, the detail, and the imagination is just not not there. Mm. You know I mean? I'll have to rewatch it again to to whenever it comes to Disney Plus, I'll, I'll have to rewatch it again because because I I think I, I think I think you're not giving enough credit to the, mm. the art style, even though even though I don't think it's, it looks as good as Toy Story Four, but I think there are some technical aspects of the art style that deserves credit. The thing is, you put this movie side by side by Monsters University, they're basically interchangeable and stuff no, like that. No, I think this looks better than Monsters no, University. No, stop it. Stop it. Rewatch Monster University. It's actually a lot simpler than you think. I I, I like Monster University actually. I'm not saying I'm not saying that as a a, a complete diss. I'm just saying it, no, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, not pushing. It should there should be a progression. It should be moving forward. You know what I mean? The quality of it is just the same as Monster University. I think tech wise, this this is technology. This is technologically superior than Monster University. Yeah, I really think so. Nah, okay, okay. I, there's yeah. a lot more going on visually in mm -hmm. in onward than there was in Monster University. Was there? Like just how Monsters University was a jump from Monsters Inc., this is a jump from Monsters University. I really think so. Was there? We'll find out when it comes back to Disney Plus. Nah, that's gonna involve me watching it. I don't think that's gonna happen. Stuff like that. Anyways, the intro, the the Simpsons short. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, this is a short that was made during the talks of Disney buying Fox, right? Without it being finalized yet. So to call it a Disney Disney Simpsons short. Is in gin, it's yeah. not it's not really completely true. However, the fact is Disney released the short in front of a Pixar movie. So I guess it is Fox a big is looking at this, were they gonna put it in one of the one of the Foxes Well they, they they they've been doing it for like DreamWorks animation, right? And it's always been about Maggie too. Have you noticed that? I I don't remember one before this. Was there one? I think this, Ice Age had one. This was it? okay. I don't know about the first Ice Age, but I think one of the Ice really? Age had a Simpsons. Well, what you, I mean, my nine-year-old nephew loved it. I didn't think much of it though. I, 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 I thought it was like, oh, I, I haven't seen Simpsons in years, and like, yeah. oh, this is a nice callback to me loving the Simpsons. It's weird. That I thought it was like reinforcing. It was not subversive. I feel like it was reinforcing some gender stuff. You know what I mean? It, like, it was. It yeah, was kind of like, like, but then Simpsons was from the nineties. 
If, if that sensibility is still there, then it's no, still there. No, I thought they were subversive and stuff like that. And also, yeah, going back to what you just said, I haven't seen a Simpson episode in a long ass time. I did rewatch the, the recent one with the with the Avengers. Remember uh, where Kevin Feige and the there was brother? one. Yeah, they they wasn't. It's on Hulu and stuff like that. Okay, I, I, I thought I, I thought it's fine. It's okay, like okay. But this one, I thought it was fine. Like I said, my nephew liked it more than I did, but I enjoyed it in the sense that you get to see Maggie older. Because of the little, yeah, the little dream, dream sequence, sequence yeah. Like, she looks a lot like Lisa Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got confused, yeah. You know. And my other thing is, yeah, what happened to the other Simpsons? Did Lisa and Bart show up? They didn't, right? No, they didn't. But like I said, like, the other shorts, uh, Maggie was the primary character oh. for those other movie shorts. I don't know why they're focusing on her, but it's... Were they also silent them. movies? Hmm? Were they all silent, too? They were also kind of like that. Yeah. They, they were kind of, like, in this style. It seems like they... It seems like... They want to challenge themselves. They want, hey, we, we got 10 minutes. We're going to make it short. Let's do it all silent. Because there's a lot of... Uh, I, I, visual I got gags. Lot, yeah, visual gags. I got a lot of Buster Keaton kind of vibes oh, from true, it. Oh, true, true, yeah, true. Yeah, that, that final gag with the train. The train, which everybody sees like, coming. Yeah. But yeah. Well, not according to my nephew. Oh, really? <laughs> my nephew does see it. I'm like, I was telling my nephew... I don't want to tell him this, but I'm like, you should watch more Buster Keaton. This is a Buster Keaton joke where... I forgot which movie it was, but there's a Buster Keaton one where he's really rich. And then he he's going to go visit his girlfriend. And he you know, gets all dressed up. He gets into a car. And the car makes a huge turn. Because the rich girlfriend is across the street from him. And stuff like that. And that's all it is. Because, so. So yeah, because when I was watching it, the, the first thing that came in my head is, like, well, the train goes around in a circle, goes, right? Yeah. But you're right. Maybe a kid sees that and goes, oh, yeah. like she missed a chance. Uh, to me, also, oh, James Bond did a version of this. Uh, Casino Royale, remember? He wins the car. He picks up the babe. They go, oh, she, she's, he's going to take her somewhere to, you know, to... Four rounds of it, mm-hmm. and then but the thing is, they make a U turn back to the hotel because he's staying at the hotel. Yeah, anyway. no, but 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 I like you said, uh, in a kid's perspective, yeah. I guess a lot of this hits better. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Well, for us, we're old and wise. Yeah, we, like, we kind of see it coming. I, I, I know this is going. So it was still that. enjoyable. I I, I actually I, yeah. I actually dug it. Yeah, I dug it. Mm-hmm. All right. On that note, uh, thanks for listening. This has been episode two hundred and seventy nine of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worse Why Network. Oh.